Alright, hello internet. Uh, I did not introduce the campaign last time. That was a f- mistake. I, I mean, to be fair, James didn't introduce the name of his campaign until about 12 sessions in. I didn't know the name of my campaign until 12 sessions in. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. We did not introduce it. <laughs> we didn't have one. And whose <laughs> fault was that? Mine. <laughs> exactly. It was All my right. fault. So the, the campaign is called Binary Stars, and the intention is to run it in three seasons. This is the first season from Alpha to Omega. And... Oh, geez, I'm sorry to tell you my license only goes for two. Uh, is that going to cause problems? Uh, it's fine. We'll get a stand-in. Oh, uh, right, right. Yeah, maybe just, Josh can do a good max. I'll yeah, be in my... I, I, think, I think he's been a decent understudy. <laughs> I'll be in my trailer-torium. <laughs> <laughs> my dress-in-atrix uh, rheumatorium. So anyway, we got inglorious bastarded. I love rheumatorium arthritis. Just a little. But anyway, the party is now en route with uh, Captain Roman back to his ship, The Righteous Cause. And say once you arrive, you're introduced among the uh, crew. You see, uh, let's see, uh, 20 Marines in total. There are each uh, squad of five has uh, a sergeant who introduces himself, as well as uh, one heavy weapon carrier, two have heavy bolters, and two have missile launchers. And you're also introduced to the two venerable dreadnoughts that came with the uh, crew. I shake one of their hands with my servo arm. Uh, each dreadnought is a roughly 18-foot-tall bipedal robot, uh, stockily built, containing the mangled body of a pr- former hero of the Imperium. Yeah, it's probably worth stating for internet, like, when when we mention the dreadnought, just, just actually look them up, because describing them as a bipedal robot is not really... <laughs> necessarily the same image as you'd get with other bipedal robots that has guns on both sides of it and two stocky little legs yeah, it's kind of a square with guns <laughs> unless this is unless this is the, the new the, the new dreadnought that looks like just a giant space marine nope it's the old it's the old trash can <laughs> dangerous shapes anyway sorry go ahead kevin so uh you were introduced to uh former captain maximus and uh brother autarkus Maximus is in a dreadnought that has two massive crushing hands with uh, heavy flamers attached to each wrist, while Atarkis has uh, on one side of his dreadnought a six-missile battery and on the other side a massive assault cannon. They greet you cordially, but with the deep and almost drugged voice of a dreadnought. I give them the the Aquila. (laughs) Flash in the Akala, make sure they know you're in their gang, That's or shakes. whatever the um, or whatever the I, I don't like. Do do you do you like bow to dreadnoughts? Like especially venerable dreadnoughts that they've been alive for millennia. I'll shake their uh, hands with my servo. You arm. salute them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they really do handshakes. They don't really have hands. <laughs> Only one of them appears to have hands. Yeah. Also, their hands would uh, crush you by accident. If they could even reach far enough down to shake your hand in a meaningful way. It wouldn't be or the first time. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, I can only reach low enough to crush your skull. It's good to meet you, though. Is it possible? Uh, do we do we know anything about these guys? Because Dreadnoughts are like uh, fucking legends. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, it's a, you can use Codex Astartes, uh, negative 20 for everybody but Matt, who gets plus 20. <laughs> I don't have Codex Astartes. You mean Adeptus I have... Astartes? 
Adeptus yes. Sororitas. Okay. Now, an important question. Would I be better or worse at this for how old I am? Uh, you would probably not be any better for it, because That's if fine. anything, they may have been alive, but they wouldn't have been dreadnoughts at the time. That's probably fair, so probably and I wouldn't probably have heard of them at all about any of that, because Karchadons don't really concern themselves. Kajar- oh, I missed it by one point. Oh, you look so familiar. Um, um... Okay, I made it with I I I made it with zero degrees of success with my plus twenty. <laughs> okay, uh, then I will say you success. can you can know the basics. Wow, I I rolled very well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So say you know that uh, Captain Maximus was a well-regarded captain of the Eighth Company. He was the predecessor of Captain Roman by probably six thousand years. He's been in a stasis within the Dreadnought after being uh, entombed fighting the uh, orc threat. The other one, there's Captain a good Minimus, chance, kind of a There's tool. a good chance that I didn't know how he died, but knew who he was. That- yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'll say, Matt, you uh, recognize Autarkus. He was a uh, legendary sniper when he was alive. He, was, he remained in the scout company uh, after performing his tours and all the other ones to help keep the uh, younger scouts alive. He was eventually felled fighting a uh, demon prince. He was uh, interred in, let's say, 4,000 years ago. Okay. So I'm guessing Maximus is the the flamers and claws and the uh, and yes. Autarchus is the, the is the support one. Or yes, exactly. The artillery piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the walking artillery. So yeah, they greet you in the Typical sort of, uh, well-met, brother. It is an honor. You, you will do our chapter proud. He seems, uh, a little bit confused as he looks at your armor. The longer a dreadnought tends to stay in stasis, the more their inhabitants are known to dream and lose more and more track of what happened in their waking lives. So as you see- Actually, I'm asking, does he seem confused as though I can read this giant walking tank's body language? Um, <laughs> yeah, they they, do, they no longer have body language. They, they remain completely still. But yeah, he doesn't... If he recognizes that you're a part of the Death Watch, he doesn't seem to know. Although he, he seems to have known enough to turn slightly to look at your shoulder pad to see your markings. Gotcha. We are summoned again. Indeed. I am surprised that Dreadnoughts would be called into this situation, given that we do not understand the scale of the threat. But I am honored to be in your presence, and fight alongside you as needs be. Sure. Uh, Captain Roman uh, steps in, steps behind you and says, Maximus and Atarchus were awakened last year to address the Tyranid threat. We were on our way for deployment again. When we were routed here. Understood, Captain. Looking through my notes, remembering what our plan was. Oh yeah, we were going to go to the slab, right? The spire. The spire, yeah. Uh, Maximus steps away and goes over to a uh, viewport and looks out at the stars. Uh, so we have the dreadnoughts in this room, and it's just the dreadnoughts and the captain. Uh, the other... Where are the other... I guess... So where where are we in the ship, I guess? I forgot. I, I might have forgotten that. Uh, you're in basically a hangar, which has been converted into the war room, because it'd be a pretty serious breach of etiquette to have venerable dreadnoughts aboard that couldn't go into the war room. That's fair. Yeah. 
this is probably the only um this is probably the only part of the ship they can actually like walk around in i'm guessing yeah, this is a pretty small ship, all things considered. It's basically a couple of hangars and living quarters and uh, living essentials. Alistair is rallying his troops already. Uh, yes, you can see him there. He points, and you can see the uh, Banshee's whale starting to break formation and uh, head toward low orbit. It stands then that we should make our way to the Spire, gather intelligence before he does something foolish. Agreed. Do you have those data that I was planning on? interpreting seeing if i could find anything interesting about it which data out of character um, <laughs> it was the uh the transmission data to see if you could like get any any hints of, of its transmission location uh the i mean the location is in Hellsmark. oh yeah was, the transmitter you just want to see if there's any like uh standard code attached to it if there's like okay a, you mean like hidden messages or just like uh like signal markers things like that things that could could say like you know, maybe this was sent rerouted from engineering or something like that. Okay. Uh, sure, you can make a roll. Uh, roll against... Uh, I suppose, go ahead and roll against tech use. At, uh, minus ten. Alright, that'll cancel out my combat tool. Gonna shove my electro electrograph into the nearest data port. Okay. And put my MIU into, uh, some stuff. Okay. Uh, three degrees of success. Okay, I'll say you... You analyze it, and you can tell that the uh, you can tell that it's coming off the main transmitter of the Hellsmark. Uh, you can tell it's a standard repeating signal, and that's mostly it. I'd say. I mean, as far as you can tell, it's there's no it's exactly place what it could seems have come from other than the bridge. <laughs> yeah. All right, I've gone through. I'll with say it. actually, with three degrees of success, you do uh, you do detect that. The that this is a very common band that could be transmitted to from anywhere on the planet. It's not in a it's not a, a band that is unique to the Hell's Mark or has a signature of the Hell's Mark. It's just a common frequency band. So this particular transmission is coming from the Hell's Mark, but hypothetically, anyone could send a message that goes that goes worldwide if they use this band. Yeah, hypothetically, pretty much any of the other Hive cities likely have transmitters that could duplicate the same signal at the same frequency. Okay. And would that be able to route it through the Hellsmark to go planet-wide? Potentially. I mean, it's it's hard to say where the source is coming from originally, but when is it, it's not it's not the Hellsmark is not the only implement on this planet that could be sending this signal out or that could in the future or past. Well, I have some good news everybody. The uh, the transmission was sent on an unencrypted band that could be easily replicated. Hypothetically, if we devoted enough power to it, we could drown out the frequency. Yes, override the heretical message. Can you do that? If I had access to enough power and a large enough antenna, yes. Maybe there will be something like that at the spire. Usually when we make a spire, it tends to be a large antenna. It was the head of government, and he uh, makes the general information available. Sure, I'll look through that. Okay, uh, you can see that the it, it the sorry the planet of Realis has been governed by the Granite Lord traditionally. The Granite Lord, uh, yeah, from the Granite Spire. Okay, Granite. The great the Granite Lord has traditionally been the head of government, but as of forty years ago, the Realist was is very near to the Iron Collar, and it was one of the first worlds conquered by the Crusade, and it was conquered pretty bloodlessly 
They landed, they took the Lord, they kept him there as a puppet, they installed Imperium forces, they installed a ministry, they installed uh, guard fortresses, all that sort of thing. And then five years ago, Commander Evan Grave withdrew everybody, including the Granite Lord, from the planet, leaving it completely to its own devices. Since then, there's been no meaningful contact with any of the Hive cities, and there are likely no... There's there's no more planetary governance, for sure. And was that extraction just uh, a conscription, basically? What do you mean? Uh, I might have missed you talking about the extraction of all of the, uh, of, of the Lord and all of the forces. Uh, Commander Evangrave, on fear of uh, Tau treachery and sedition within the population, withdrew all Imperial forces, including the puppet government, leaving the planet essentially leaderless while installing a blockade around it. Right. So we uh, we simultaneously Iraq and Cuba this place. Well, it just sounds like a great idea when you put it like that. That's why I'm sorry. Why I keep talking about insurgencies? Going to Iraq is going to uh, send the middle send Middle East into a uh, spiral of lawlessness and uh, rebellion. Versus, no, it's not. <laughs> so yeah, uh, say Roman uh, takes a uh, sets up a hollow map of the spire, crude though it is. It doesn't have particularly detailed uh, information, but he shows where there's the. The Granite Tower, referred to as the Crown, and then farther out as the tower's uh, natural land slope downward toward the sea is what's referred to as the Bulk. It's where most of the population on the Spire lives. But and where's the skull? There's a heretical lack of skulls here. There's got to be a couple and floating then around right now. Underneath that is the Depths. That's where the, the machinery and the vaults are maintained throughout essentially a catacomb chiseled into the granite underneath the crown and the bulk understood and you said the crown was the uh the government the the main that's where the government happened yeah it's it's a walled complex the equivalent of probably 50 city blocks which contain most of the governing governing areas as as well as a the granite tower which had the granite lord's chambers so one thing that and, um uh, i'm curious about and is maybe not germane to this uh have the floating cities always been here or did everybody used to live in this uh, granite spire uh the colony was colonized before the time of the emperor's imperium it was colonized at some point in the during the first Imperium before the Dark Ages. So okay, so we don't we don't under, we don't know anything about the history of this planet before the cru- before this crusade. No, the early information indicated that they thought a that some sort of Xenos activity is what set the planet's massively accelerated geological processes in motion, but it was never explored or resolved fully. The initial settlements were floating space stations with orbital hooks extending downward to uh, withdraw ore. Those turned out to be inefficient and weren't worth the effort. But when they came up with the hive cities, they installed uh, basically long arms underneath the cities that dig all that go all the way down to the ocean floor and dig for exposed ore or ore near the surface. What are they called? Tiamats, they're called. Each one's well over a kilometer in length and hundreds of meters in diameter. Uh, each hive city or each, like... Each Tiamat. 
Not just just the mining implements that hang off the bottom of the Hive City. The Hive Cities themselves contain millions. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, the Tiamats are Archeotech. They are no longer maintainable or creatable. Oh, really? Right, yeah, because this was because this was settled before the before the Dark Age. Congratulations, oh. guys! Yeah. I just got another objective. I'm gonna say so. If we want, if we need to be <laughs> terrible, we can just uh, threaten the Tiamats. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be doing that. <laughs> that seems like that would be more injurious to the Imperium. Listen, worst case scenario, exterminatus. So, like, you know. Mm. I suppose, yeah, we were only asked to get Xenos pelts, not ancient arc- not ancient uh, technology. I want it. <laughs> you want all the things. I would rather not destroy all the civilians in one powerful blow. Uh, well, if we have no other intel that we can gather from orbit, we should probably rally the troops and uh, prepare to land. Yes, let us land on that priceless, delicious Archaeotech. We're going to land on it. <laughs> oh, the Granite Spire is a natural formation. Oh, right. It's made of granite. <laughs> Aside from the parts that are cut into it. Sure, sure, yeah. It's 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 a dwarf fortress tower. It's a Pueblo village. Yeah. It was carved out of a mountain. <laughs> Two new objectives are added to the team's uh, invisible roster. Primary objective, secure the, the granite spire. Secondary objective, scour the vaults for information as to the nature of the rebellion. Oh, yeah. On it. This will be relevant because the the more objectives you complete, the more renown and the more experience everybody gets. Dibs on vault. What were the two again? So there was the vault and... Alright, so the new primary... The two primary objectives stand at end the Xenos Rebellion and secure the Granite Spire. I think we... Secondary objectives stand at scour the vaults for information on the Rebellion and... Make peace between the Space Marine chapters. Okay, I really thought we failed that objective already. Yeah. Yeah, much Listen, better. Most of them are still alive. It's salvage. True. I guess we all pile into our respective landing vehicles. We have a we we've got the Aquila Lander. Yeah. Although the I I think the uh Aquila Landers have to be uh first uh carried by Thunderhawks to the to the air. Yeah, I think they're only I think they're only atmosphere based craft. I'm still building my giant list of things. Aren't aren't Aquilas what we used in Rogue Trader? Those are those are. Orb- I just know Maybe. they don't have. I know they're not combat capable. Is the only thing that's written in the book. No, no, they're man carriers. Yeah, yeah, they're. Well, they use well, may, maybe they are just gun cutters. I was going to say, I thought what was in Rogue Traders usually referred to as a gun cutter. Aquila but... landers are used to carry officers or important persons from orbit to ground. Okay, I guess we can Never just mind. take they our. Is, uh, it is mobile itself. This uh, this investment's already paying off. Good. Thunderhawks make me uncomfortable. I'm not even sure what a Thunderhawk is. I mean, I guess it's just a heavy lander. Yeah, it's it's got some pretty uh, heavy... Basically. It's a heavy transport with some pretty nice guns on it. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an- most notable in this case is that uh, two Thunderhawks are going down, each one containing ten men, but the back of a Thunderhawk... Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to describe it. A Thunderhawk kind of looks like a helicopter, like a long Chinook type chassis. It's one of the uh, like the banana boat helicopters. Yeah, but the back is like a is above the main compartment, and you can see the dreadnoughts are attached underneath these, hanging under the Thunderhawks for transport. <laughs> are they just are they just like held in with claws or what? Uh, yeah, basically, there's like they're. They're very elaborate and well secured harnesses, but they basically just grab them over the around the shoulders and arms and uh, across the chassis and hold them underneath the uh, Thunderhawk. Are their little gotcha. legs wiggling? 
<laughs> the legs are not wiggling. Dang it. <laughs> the, you, do, you do see one of the arms move. You can see a Tarkus uh, stretching his gun arm. A single thumbs up. <laughs> Gives a slight wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Dreadnoughts can do the best. They can like give you the middle finger twice and then have flame shoot out of it. <laughs> Flip you the Akira. Yeah, only, uh, only Space Wolf Dreadnoughts are that fun, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the double deuce. So yeah, uh, Captain Roman uh, radios in. We're not sure what planetary defenses the Spire and the Crown may have. We're planning to land on the outskirts of the bulk. You're welcome to land with us if you like. We'll be sending the Thunderhawks back up rather than keep them uh, trapped on the ground. They'll provide support from the air. Do we have any intel on access points of the informational systems? Uh, you know that there are there were very poor quality computer systems when they arrived. They were upgraded slightly to imperial quality computer systems. Most likely there is not complete interconnection or effectiveness or networks. So if I want to get at the vault, I need to get in the vault. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Especially it's a sneaker it's net. Prob- they, like, I, I, like, we obviously don't have the exact plans of the, the withdrawal, but they probably destroyed a lot of stuff when they left, if they were leaving this place to its anything I, with military info, anyway. I forget, the vault is in the crown or the spire? The vaults are located below the crown, most likely, but in the they're in the depths that run underneath the bulk and the uh, the crown. So there are likely passageways down from the crown into the vaults or through the machinery that keeps the bulk running deeper into the center. Well, if we're to gather intelligence, I suggest we go there. Yeah, no, unless there's some kind of massive anti-air effort, we should land as close as we can. Since we're not actually forming the beachhead, we have some prerogative to go a little ahead of the ultramarines. Yes, the Thunderhawks can cover our entrance. <laughs> Drop me from orbit. Oh, I wish. Okay, I could have bought that. <laughs> I could have bought that. In like two levels from now, I can just sort of jump out of a plane from orbit and land. And you probably won't burn up either. No, we need, we need a really badass navigator so we can just Adama drop in here. <laughs> we gotta roll the hard six. Yeah, I'll say, uh, oh, who should the, who's a good, good, what's a good pilot name? Are they, uh... Sparky. Are they, uh... Are they also <laughs> Space stupid. Marines? No, it probably wouldn't be a chapter. So it'd probably just be an pilot. So, like, um, any team, I guess? I know that's uniquely unhelpful. But Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll say, this, these guys probably aren't even Inquisition-specific. They're probably a uh, requisition from the Navy, so they're probably just, like, your run-of-the-mill landers and pilots. That's J- one of... Jareth. That's one of... The biggest protection against rebellion in the Imperium is that the Navy and the Guard have to operate completely independently. For the record, I am totally cool with our pilot being David Bowie. Yes, Jareth as played by David Bowie in the hit film The Labyrinth. He has a hard time piloting, though, because he's constantly just contact juggling. Well, see, the problem is that uh, we are sworn to kill the Goblin King in addition to any other problem. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a bad sign. David Bowie's wah is going to be the best wah ever. He's not the biggest, but he sure is the strongest. Sheer force of personality. Anyway, as a high gothic sure, name for our pilot, we'll call uh, Regulus is a decent one. Sam- Regulus. Sam- Samuel. Tobias. Oh. We already have a Tobias. Yeah, he's the salamander leader. He's also not a hawk. Jareth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the pilot is Jareth. Yeah. <laughs> until I make him crash. Yay. 
And so this is like, as we enter, there is specifically only one anti-aircraft gun, and it only shoots Jareth. <laughs> yeah. Right through the cockpit glass. Ground right control through the to space marines. All right, so we, we go to the planet. Yeah, as you're as you're coming down, you can see the uh, the marines break off and they make for a uh, massive a uh, massive landing pad on a, a spaceport in the bulk. It appears that that's likely where much of the ore was loaded and transported. As as the lander uh, heads toward the crown, you can see the walls of the crown set up in say in a roughly hex hexagonal. Uh, structure around the granite spire. As you approach one of the corners, uh, Jareth does radio in and says, "We're we're taking light fire from the ground. Do you wish to proceed?" And uh, looking out the viewports, you can see uh, men dressed in gray uh, uniforms firing stub automatics in the air at the Aquila lander. Stub automatics. Yes, even even with uh, even the Aquila is not really at risk from these. Yeah, that's just like a submachine gun, right? It's just like an assault rifle, basically. Yeah. Which one's the? <laughs> they're, 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 shooting... they're shooting AK-47s in a spaceship. Oh, I'm thinking uh, of the stub auto basically. pistol. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, the auto pistol is like a yeah submachine gun or an Uzi or something. Yeah, I think we could just. I mean, we're gonna. Our plan is to land on the. Well, we want to land uh, near like on, on the ground near the bulk. I think. If they if they're just firing because th- this this light vehicle's... arms fires of no concern. Uh, speaking of which, I just made a roll and uh, one of the men on the corner does fire an unguided rocket, which due to the spectacular failure of Jareth <laughs> no. and his eighty six, <laughs> no, <Hercula. laughs> rock rocks the shuttle and uh, leaves you with uh, streams of white smoke uh, coming out. It's okay. It's only forever. It's not long at all. Where do you want me to sit down? You can see there are you can land inside the walls or outside the walls. How far how far out from the uh how far out from the spire are we? Like you're about I don't know, maybe uh 1500 feet. The the weapon fire is coming from inside the walls? Generally from the walls themselves. From the walls themselves. So are you trying to have him set you down inside the walls in the like complexes around the sp- the we, around the, the uh, spire well, given itself, we've taken damage from like just, just as quickly as we can. If that's inside the walls, yeah, I think great. we're just I think we're just gonna set down fifteen hundred like fifteen hundred feet out and just under with the other space marines, right? Yeah, I mean to be fair, we are probably more durable than the thing that contains us. Yeah, yeah Jared says uh, we've, I've taken some minor damage from that rocket. It shouldn't take a bunch more, but we'll be fine for now. Uh, can yeah, can we actually? What we're okay? So the the walls are in the crown but the crown's on top right the walls are the edge of the crown basically okay and then from it from the crown it's basically a 50 city block area around the spire itself oh which so is the, both so the crown's on the bottom the crown's on top sorry i'm trying to the crown is a sector like a city sector right yeah i'm just trying to figure out like because we're trying to get past the walls but like if we want to enter the bulk we don't have to go past solid walls for that, right? Aside from the the one that is the spire. No, the bulk is everything from the walls to the water. It's the sloping outside. Oh, okay. So the spire is like a pyramid. Yeah, basically. Okay. It's- I was imagining I was I was imagining it like a rook from chess. <laughs> oh no, it's more like uh a, a, it's a, zig- a shallow it's like a cone. Thing. 
with a wall around the top and then a an obelisk out of the center. Yeah, which is we the could. Spire. If if yeah, if if Jareth feels confident in his piloting abilities, let's set down in the walls and he gets the hell out of there. Sure. I'm going to try and mitigate yeah, what damage no I problem. can from inside. Yes, uh, brother tech marine soothe. That's she in spirit if necessary. Yeah. Uh, also, is the is the Aquila something? Are we at a are we at an altitude where I can open the door and like hold you know uh, hold the bolter out, just ready to deal with whatever's there? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. All right. I'll yeah. I'll take actually. I I'll take a position of door gunner for now. Okay. With my minus five uh, yeah. targeting you just, penalty. You just open the side door and the uh, plant yourself. Be careful, yeah. brother and Michael. Be a door gun. You don't want to take another missile. You and I both know yeah. that we are far more durable than this machine. Still won't be comfortable. I no, am that's, prepared. That's the spirit. Get up there too. Yeah, the you see uh, two more missiles come at the Aqua Lander, but now that they're being expected, uh, Jareth easily keeps his distance above them, <laughs> and he swoops down into a massive parade square outside of what appears to be the main cathedral of the uh, of the Imperium that was repurposed when the Imperium took over 40 years ago. Alright, I guess we'll pile out. Yeah. Into an actual pile. <laughs> Give him the... Tell him over Vox. We are clear. You should You should leave. Alright. We will call you for He floors it almost straight up and then peels out over the walls and uh, out over the ocean. Does he take any more missiles? <laughs> uh... No, the uh, they the men don't even fire missiles, although they do continue firing their stub automatics at it. They are wasting so much it money appears- of ammunition. So they don't. Uh, none of them. There don't seem to be any in the parade square. There are not any currently near you. What force holds the the spire? Sorry, the crown appears to be mostly deserted. Uh, everybody, roll awareness at minus twenty. Okay, doke. Yeah, I think I have. Uh, does does. Uh, does Prey Sense help here? Uh, uh, neither one of those helps here. Okay, but... It's, it's not really... It's not a matter of whether you can see it so much as whether you notice it. Is it a sight test, though? Uh, yeah, it's a sight test. So I got a total of plus five. Yeah, I got a five. Two oh, de- man. Two four degrees. degrees of failure. Two degrees uh, of failure. One degree success. This is a zero initial degree, correct? Yes. Uh, alright, so everyone who made it, you see that... All of the imperial iconography related to the cult is torn down, but you notice that the statues of the emperor or marines are left up. The statues of the marines are left up, and uh, so are all the aquilas and the skulls that don't have direct cult uh, meanings to them. The things that that do have cults on them are smeared with substances or painted over or uh, torn down. I don't like how vague you are about substances. There's a lot of substances that can come out of a man, especially when he doesn't want to lose them. <laughs> Fair. There are whole whole substances in the body that I don't even know their purpose. Entire categories of fluid. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? <laughs> All sorts of permeable membranes. I don't even understand how that works. So yeah, you can see the, the spire raises up probably 700 feet away. And uh, I'll say anyone who passed can also notice that out of a few windows, you can see uh, heads starting to uh, move to them in response to the uh, the Aquila. Yeah, just the, down. not invasion, but the uh, intrusion. All right, 
We need to start moving. Yeah, I guess I'll... Are our camo cloaks just automatically on? I mean, if you're wearing them. Generally, yeah. Okay. I guess we'll... Yeah, we'll predator our way out of there then. I didn't buy one of those. Some of us start vanishing and you just clank, 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 clank. You were the one who... I thought you were the one that recommended that we buy all of <laughs> no, them. No, I was the one we bought. <laughs> okay, so a lone tech marine approaches the spire. Oh, I mean, no. he does have a... And also, have the, also a sororitas. No, I have a camo cloak. <laughs> one alone, alone. <laughs> to, alone Why didn't everybody tell me I was supposed to bring Fine, that? I'm the tank. I can handle this. Yeah, to be fair, yeah, you're unstoppable and you're carrying an HMG. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'll say there and you you approach past the cathedral and as you get near the edge of it, near the back edge of the cathedral, you're about 300 feet from the main gates to the granite spire, massive stone uh gates to match the uh, aesthetic of the rest of the place. And you can see uh, sets of windows and entry slots basically around the gates with uh, men starting to uh, line up. What do you mean when you say entry slots? Uh, around the uh, around the gate itself there are small windows or essentially arrow slits. No one sees the mighty men, wizard. That men are starting to uh, appear at. Back off, fucko. Do we have like a do do we do we have a uh, do we have like a normal um like do we have do we have rules of engagement or for these guys do we just like uh they, 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 they shot at the angels of the emperor uh they're going down yeah, yeah. okay that's fair <laughs> I wasn't sure if it's yeah, just, the, the, I wasn't sure if we were supposed to give a we were supposed to give a complimentary uh, by the order of the emperor you must stand you must drop your weapons and step aside <laughs> that's pretty much left to your discretion are these do these individuals have weapons that are looking at us from windows. Uh, yes, they do. Uh, they are. Uh, you aren't. You, you're all kind of behind the building, so they haven't started opening fire. But for the last, uh, t- I guess the last sixty meters or so, uh, it's open ground. I guess as I guess as per. Um, I don't know if this is. I'm just gonna make up stuff about the Codex Astartes here. I will. Um, sure. Yeah. Make up as you will. Yeah. By decree of the by decree of the emperor of mankind, you will you will throw down your weapons and step aside, or face the or face his wrath. Your move, creep. <laughs> and yeah, I pull I I pull my gun off my hip, <laughs> and I shoot one of them uh, in the dick. What? <laughs> Do you? No. I am okay. here to protect the streets of Detroit. <laughs> Uh, you hear one man with a megaphone say, uh, We are the Granite Guard. We hold vigil for the return of the Granite Lord. Leave, interloper. This is your last warning. Engagement. Affirmative. Yeah, I guess we're going loud. Okay. Should we not even try? Oh, okay. Uh, everybody roll initiative. D10 plus agility bonus? Yep, D10 plus agility bonus. I suck at initiative. Uh... <laughs> Every game. I got a seven. What even is diplomacy in this game? I got a uh, nine. It'd be like charm, charm, charm or command, which depending. you, which, uh, which you can buy. I'm super jealous. I can buy that. <laughs> My fellowship rating is garbage, but I can buy it. Twenty-four. Yeah, it's, it's like I said. Whenever I looked at all the tech, it just kept going. Be a, you know, be an ultramarine. Be an ultramarine. There's so much better than just for everything. Six fucking tech four. Right, Ten. Wait, Ten twenty-four. Now. What? Ten. Okay. I multiplied instead of adding because it's been a very long day. Uh, yeah, I got uh, a t- I got a twelve d ten plus agility bonus, right? Yeah, yep. That's not uncommon. Dang it! I this is the first game I've had to uh, write out to three letters to differentiate between two players. Can you can, oh? can you can you get righteous fury on initiative? <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, you cannot. <laughs> you just gotta write it in character. That is just the. That is just your maximum initiative score. Okay, sure. Also, for anyone, in case it anyone ever wants to do this, you can always spend a fate point to automatically count as rolling ten on initiative. If it's really what are actually important. what actually are all the things that fate points can do? I'm guessing you can turn a, a to failure into a success. The, I'm not sure what the other things are. The biggest thing you can are. do with a fate point is re-roll. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you can spend or, one before uh, a test to uh, add plus ten. Five wounds, or is it a d10 in the system? Oh yeah, there's there's a minor heal, isn't there? I have a feeling that's going to be less important to us, but it might be important. I mean, it, it'll kick in in the clutch. It might obviously. be the most important thing. Well, it also clears you, which is nice. Ah, okay. Like, it sets sure. you to zero, and then you get a D5. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, James, what did you roll? I got a seven. Oh, we're behind cover right now, I think. Yes, you are. Although we're going to have to, you know, leave cover to go do shit. <laughs> It's um hypothetically. What, what's the engagement range here? Like how far away are the guys on the walls? The back wall of the cathedral is sixty meters from the gate of the spire, and also from the windows. Okay, the bolter is a uh, hundred meters. So, although they have a lot of cover bonuses, yeah, they do. Uh, are we in the last cover point before we would start uh, heading towards the walls? Yeah, there is none. There's very little. There are like some street lights and. Uh, there are some bollards and stuff and such around the roads, but nothing that can meaningfully protect you. Sure, and I'm guessing there's no. Well, <laughs> the bolter doesn't fire at a, at a fast enough rate to really do something like suppressing fire. I'm guessing. No, that's that's definitely a thing. I think you can take the Overwatch action in this game, right? Or not the the you can take the suppressing <laughs> yeah, fire you can su- action. You can suppressing fire. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can even do it with a semi-auto weapon. Uh, but it's better okay. with full auto. Can I do that while? Can I do that while? Um, moving, or do I just have to be there and kind of lay down fire? No, nah, it's a full round action, I think. Uh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. that one's a full okay. round. Uh, who has the higher agility score between Danielle and Max? Uh, mine's four. Uh, well, Eight. mine is 44 as the full total. 48 for mine. Okay. So you will go slightly faster at 10. Woot. And, uh, Matt, you go first. All right. Um,. So we have, so you said it's 60 meters from this point to the, to the front of the spire. How's the layout? Is they, I'm guessing it, I'm guessing it kind of comes in as a cone. So they have interlocking fields of fire. Uh, or is it not like a flat really, wall? actually. It's, it's the other way around. It's slightly rounded in a pillar shape. Okay. So it, if you could get to the gate, you would actually. Yeah. Where's the gate? Be protected. Are we, are we facing the gate? The gate is on your side. And it's 60 meters away. Yeah. So that's more than, that's more than a sprint. Uh, that's more than uh, yeah. It's more than a run. That's a that's a run for me. Yeah, because you're uh, and I guess uh, and I guess uh, Tyke yeah Tyke can jump jet there. Um, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'll lay down some suppressing fire to uh, give my brother some cover. Okay. Of uh, what type of pinning test does that give? Uh, let me look in the combat sheet. Um, are you full auto or semi auto? I'll do uh, I'll do full auto. I think full auto is a minus ten. Yep. But hordes get a bonus right. equal to their magnitude. Yeah. If they're a yeah. horde. And uh, I can't remember. Does pressing fire, does it give a big ballistic skill penalty and there's a chance you can hit? Minus 20. And yeah, there's, okay, oh, yeah that's the get... thing. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a chance. Yeah. Okay, I do remember that now. Uh, why do I have? Oh, I have so, the wrong thing open. I have the gear list open. So go ahead and roll that. Uh, you get plus 30 because of the size of the, ma- the horde. Okay, so plus 30, but minus 20. Yeah. Okay, so that gives me a net plus 5. Because my... F- 5 degrees success or no, wait, 5 no, over? No, just a, a, a net uh, plus oh, 5 okay. minus on my stuff. Also. 
So BS plus five roll underneath it. Yeah. And um, and also mark down that no matter how many hits you make, any time that you fire in that mode, you always fire the number of bullets listed. Yeah, I fire four. That's, a, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm doing suppressing fire by firing four bullets. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. You're 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 shooting fast enough to shake them up a little. Sure. All right. Ballistic skill. Okay. So that's, uh, I have to beat up 54. I mean, if you consider the amount of time that goes into a theoretical round, like, that's still pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, that's a whiff. Uh, 60, okay. 63 out of 54. So I don't know what that, what that means, since I'm just, uh, since I'm just throwing bullets downrange, basically. It's not bad enough to jam, so, but it's not good enough to hit anything. Sure, I'm just, uh, so is that actually just see if I hit something by just, like, because all I'm trying to do is give cover fire. Yeah, that's you're giving the cover fire. They have to make a pinning test, which they did ah, make. Okay, but you also had a chance with your suppressing gotcha, fire gotcha. to actually okay, hit them. I understand. I get it now. And I didn't declare it, but I was using the normal bolter rounds there. I have selectable fire, so I can switch between my normal bolts and my hellfire bolts. Totally understandable. These guys aren't worth it. And also, I'm, I was just okay. planning on shooting at shooting around them. Right, uh, Taiki's turn. Okay, how many of them are there, and how close are they? There are uh, some amount of them inside the gate. Uh, you can't really get a clear estimate yet. They're firing out of a series of arrow slots and uh, small windows around the gate. Are they like undercover, or does the gate lead to like an open courtyard or something? The gate is currently closed. They are in cover because they. Uh, this they, goes they to the, are, the. They're inside the spire, right? Like the actual yeah. spire spire. Yeah, that that's the building itself. So the, the the men that are firing out of it do have cover because they are mostly not exposed behind the granite wall. And how far away is the spire spire itself? 60, 60 meters. Okay. And you can't get above them because they're in the spire. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, if there yeah. was a gate leading to a courtyard, then I could just jump the gate. No, the, the spire itself extends probably a thousand feet in the air. Mostly straight up. So we need to get in, or we need to draw them out. Uh, they're not, uh, they're not coming out. <laughs> yeah, but you they come would be out. not smart to go out. I mean, you could force you could force them out if you got grenades or something. You could lay down fire into the arrow holes. Yeah, if you could. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn between throwing a grenade and just lighting up their uh, their arrow slits. I think I'm gonna light up the arrow slits. Okay, you will have to make the... You'll have to get close enough to do that first. Okay, um... How do I do the Wings of Angels thing? Can I just do that? Uh, what what's the wording on it? Do, 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 do. Uh, may add 20 movement with jetpack and a plus zero pilot personal test. When charging? Uh, on charge with this ability, add 1d5 melee damage to opponents. Okay. So it uh, works on a run as well. You just have to make a uh, yeah, the pilot personal check, which your agility like forty eight is it? Mm -hmm. So it'd be a check at forty eight. Yes. Dad, get the extra move. Yeah. Uh, in this turn, you probably will not be able to hit them. But what you could do is close the gap and get in front of the gate, which would actually make you immune to their fire unless they open the gate because the outer walls curve outward. I will do that then. Okay. Can Can I make that with the wings of angels? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and make the roll. Let's try to roll under your agility. Oh, no. No. That is two degrees of failure. Okay. Uh, what is your movement speed? 
Uh, good question. Well, it's what what flyer Actually, does the jump pack give more importance here? Because that's your agility. Oh yeah. oh yeah, that's right. What are jump? Are they flyer either... ten or flyer eight? I can't remember. They're either ten or twelve uh, in this game. Yeah, they're they're better. So actually, I believe with a 10. run a, with a run action with the jet the jump pack, you can just automatically make it sixty meters. Oh, cool! A Stardy's jump pack, um, maximal thrust gives you flyer twelve for up to a minute. Yeah, so that's up to seventy two meters, which is more than the sixty we need. So okay, with a uh, with a single uh, massive burst from the jet pack, you. Fly forward like a rocket, turning yourself slightly at the end to uh, land with your feet against the door and uh, stop your forward momentum. You're now essentially hugging the outside of the gates of the granite tower. Knock, knock. Uh, Max's turn. So as far as we can tell from information we've heard, as well as what we can see, there's only the one proper entrance to the spire. Uh, from the outside, there are almost certainly paths within it down into the depths, but from you, you above ground, only the, yeah, I you can try to squeeze through a, uh, two square foot window or, uh, yes, go through the gate. Yes, a space marine will definitely be able to do that. Well, I mean, you could, <laughs> you could, you could see how crack grenade resistant the walls are. Um, no, I, I'll just advance towards the direction of the gate with haste, I'll run there um, by 30 total meters. Okay, next up is uh, Ramsey. Uh, she's, taking, she's taking the van from me. Yeah. Daughter of the Emperor, indeed. <laughs> Alright, uh, he is going to lax his hands on the heavy bolter and cover the walls in grenade bullets. He's going to shoot at okay. the board. Okay, shot at the horde. Plus 30 to hit. Uh, their armor is 5 for flak and 8 for granite. Okay, 30 to hit, plus my 10 from bolt whip, plus my... Okay, so 93. Good, good odds. You either hit or your gun jams. We got 42, so that's 6 hits total. 6 hits total. Okay, that's... Uh, Seven magnitude as you spray the heavy bolter across the windows, the occasional shot, uh, not blowing holes. You blow holes in the granite everywhere you hit, leaving giant pock marks two feet wide in each, uh, each location you hit. But several of your shots go through a window or ricochet shrapnel through the windows, and, uh, you see several men fall inside the, uh, inside the group. Or in, inside the uh, tower. Um, so is the explosive weapons make you do one hit more per hit or per, like, action? My interpretation was one per action. Okay. Other, otherwise, the uh, heavy bolter would just be crazy as hell. Oh, yeah, I guess technically you need to see if you hit. Yeah. Or if I'm, you I'm, deal damage. Oh, oh, you want me to roll damage. Uh, can I just roll it once yeah. and apply it to all the hits, or you want me to roll each? Uh, but roll it once and apply it to all of them. Okay, that's 15 plus... That's good enough. It's, yeah, I was about to say, it's, it's got some modifier. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's before your penetration. So, yeah, they're they're fine. Uh, let me see. I'm looking for the hordes. Breaking a horde. Damaging a horde. Uh, weapons, weapons that inflict explosive damage gain a bonus and count as in having inflicted one additional hit. So, uh, I'm going to interpret that as one additional hit per turn rather than one additional hit per hit. Well, yeah, and yeah it doesn't say double hits. It says one additional hit. So that makes sense. Okay, they actually are not testing to break yet, but they are close. Also, one question on the uh, selectable fire bolter. Does this actually have 
two different magazines in it? Uh, three, I think. But yes, I think that's the... Uh... Yeah, like it triples your uh, ammo before you go dry, as long as you don't mind using your alternate ammos. Oh, okay, sure. So, it, it, okay. Think of it like a triple uh, tape clip. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like, well, just... three, th- three side by side. In- interchangeable. Except it's got an old school jukebox switching over the records, huh? <laughs> Changing out your clips for you. <laughs> About to play some Metal Storm. <laughs> oh, and I, I should have also checked before, but the uh, are you guys standing in the open as you lay out? Uh, I can't when I fire heavy weapons, so I am wherever we are. Like, if that's out in the open, then that's fine. I, you have bulging biceps by default. That helps. I, I don't think I can... It's that I don't have to brace. Oh, that means I could have aimed. So I'll aim... And got one more? Hit. Yeah. Okay. I could, well, no, I guess I couldn't have aimed because I was doing suppressing fire. Like, I, by virtue, I'm not aiming. Supp- suppressing, suppressing fire! Suppressing fire! Is a, is a, is a full yeah, yeah. It also does not seem to be in the combat cheat sheet, which surprises me. Maybe it's just not... Apparently, this person did not think it was worth uh, keeping in there. Okay. So, as as Ramsey and uh, Michael lay down a bolter fire... And uh, Taiki and Nixus uh, charge across the floor. They're running into a uh, hail of assault fire. So that is a hit at location 13 against uh, Ramsey, which, or a, uh, with a roll of 13, so a hit of 31, which is. That is body. Just that's my body. body. So 10 EP. Yeah. That, that is the break point for body. Okay. So he's got to get through 10 armor, uh, 8 toughness. Okay, that does 12 damage. Uh, so that's not going to do it. That actually breached his armor, right? But not the toughness? Uh, at which point it started, it went into his toughness bonus and was negated. Sure, yeah. I guess we're not in an environment, we're not in a, a negative environment, so you don't need to spend a round putting on repair putty or whatever. Yeah, that would have hurt me if it had been the head, yeah. but only me, because I'm the idiot without the helmet on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plunk. <laughs> okay, yeah the uh, the shower of uh, of like oh my god, it's only like forty five caliber bullets. They plink <laughs> off your armor, uh, <laughs> ricocheting into the ground and uh, For- bouncing off into the air. What do you mean forty five is pretty big? Wait, point forty five. Oh, I thought you meant forty five caliber. We get bullets like this in our headfords. They're called surface studs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and a shot for a a miss. They do not fire well enough to hit uh, Michael. And watch out, Michael! Firing, firing at Nixus. They also fail to meaningfully purchase. You you do. Every once in a while, a stray bullet does glance off of all of you under sheer weight of fire, but <laughs> nothing has even come close to. Uh, damaging anybody yet nice and we are we are to uh raphael or zaphael zaphael sorry cool give me a give me a quick uh recap just like what we're dealing uh, with you are dealing with a group of uh granite guardsmen essentially yep, and they're looking through the murder holes in the wall yeah firing uh, assault weapons at the uh death machines coming at them and what is the gate made of the gate itself appears to be two massive slabs of granite without a without any sort of mechanism. It appears to be hand drawn and it opens inward. Okay. So I'm surprised that it opens inward. That seems well, I guess who's gonna kick in two slabs of granite? 
Yeah. Us. I am going to sprint, so I'm going to fire up the servos on my bionic legs and run far faster than a space plane is supposed to be able to. I, I did the okay. I did the approximate math, and I think I'm going a bit over 20 miles an hour. Okay, so not quite Usain Bolt speeds, but very fast for how yeah. much you're wearing. Pretty big for pretty yeah, good yeah. for a fridge. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're not you're yeah. not as fast it, as Usain Bolt, but you make up for it in mass. Yeah, like, yeah considering that you weigh like a thousand <laughs> kilograms, like you're putting out some serious fucking force there. I think you can. I think you're also covered the entire distance from our cover point. I run uh, toward to the, the gate, gate and keep running at the gate, and there just isn't a gate anymore. No, I'm going to uh, try and get. Within hands, within arm's reach of the gate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you probably make sixty meters handily. I do exactly sixty meters. Okay. And I'm going yeah, to you. Uh, and I'm going to use a free action to lift a heavy object. Okay. With my servo arm. Oh, okay. I'm going to try and knock the door in. Okay. Are you striking it or are you trying to like force it? Which works better? If it has to be a strike, I can do that as a reaction with this thing. Uh, I'll let you try to force it. Okay, so just use its normal strength value. Yeah, roll against its roll its strength value against minus thirty. All right, so that puts it at forty five, which gives me a degree of success with unnatural strength for times two for what two more successes, one more success. Uh, the times two gives you one free degree of success on every successful strength test. So two degrees of success. Okay, yeah, you uh you blast forward. You plant your legs, lean forward, and push the servo arm, and you you hear the sound of wood splintering inside as you push the gate right through the wood bar that had it that had barred it from the inside. You uh, snap off a one foot diameter uh, or one one foot square uh, plank of wood. Uh, you splinter it to pieces as you push the gate in. Let's call it. Let's say you push it open two meters for your degrees of success. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. God damn it. <laughs> Tech's gonna give it to you. <laughs> Don't make me get the spiders from Mars. He didn't wait for you to get it on your own. He's gonna deliver it to you. Fuck. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's servo. Alright, you hear a chorus of, Oh god, what are we fighting? Why? <laughs> Look, they're just hey, lucky. Another... I, they're just lucky. I don't know feedback <laughs> screech. <laughs> you've got. God. You know, you've got it. You've got. You you have a reasonable number of free actions. You can tell them to step to stand down again. <laughs> no, nah, if they walk up, I'll use my reaction to smack one of them with the arm. <laughs> Bitch, please. You, you say smack like it won't just tear their head off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a love tap. I'm I'm bringing an OSHA violation with me. <laughs> You're a walking OSHA violation. All right, uh, Michael, it is your turn. Uh, Zaphael has just charged up to the door and just forced it in with his uh, mechanical arm. All right, I gave my brother some cover. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, I'll run half the distance. Okay, yeah, you start sprinting forward toward the gate. By the way, if I Tyke. run that fast again next round, I get a fatigue. <laughs> fair <laughs> he's all tuckered it's a sound of smoke it's like you know the sound of like you know breaking machinery and the smell of burnt oil if i do it four rounds in a row i enter the speed force <laughs> okay yeah uh Tyke's turn okay so the door is now open yes the door is now open are there people inside of the doorway 
Uh, yeah, I should probably explain what's inside the door. Inside the door is essentially a an antechamber. It's a granite a granite cut room. Uh, the doors themselves are about three meters tall and four meters wide, about one two meters for each door. And the inside the room, the room is I'll probably wind up because I will probably forget to keep using metric because I'm a filthy American, but uh. The room is probably 15 meters tall by uh, 20 meters side to side with pillars on the outside. A lot of the men are firing from essentially raised platforms that are reached from stairs on the outside of the room. That's where the arrow sl- the gun slots are in the wall. Uh, now, question... Um... How extensive is our Vox links? Like, do we have, can, do we, do we see what every other Marine's seeing as well? Um, not typically. We, I think you need ch- special equipment for that. To, and, because there's a thing, it's, it's called support yeah. range. It matters for squad mode stuff. Um, 30, oh, okay. 30 meters. Um, and since we're not involved in the squad mode mechanic, I'm sure that's where it ends. So yeah, within 30 meters, you're at least effective enough to do squad mode abilities. I assume sharing feeds is part of that. You can share bio monitors and stuff over that as well. So okay, yeah, I guess it's up to Kevin's discretion. Yeah, you can spend actions to like double it ink or something like that. But yeah, okay, uh, I'll say yeah. You can you can see on like you can probably turn half your helmet like one eye to show what someone else within support range is seeing. Okay, yeah. Assuming you both want to share. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that um I could know what they're seeing. Yeah, you you can get you can get an idea of it or even s- see directly. Yeah. But still Taiki's turn. All right. So, how many people do I see? You see at first glance at least uh two dozen inside the room. Some men are getting behind pillars, others are turning from their slots on the walls. So there's not really much point in lighting up the arrow slits anymore, is there? Uh, it's The arrow slits go into the same room. There are basically raised platforms along the outer wall that allow people to fire from the different heights of arrow slit. Could just throw a grenade in there, though. Uh, I think I'm gonna lay down a carpet of fire. Yeah, you can walk in, you can fly in... You can probably gonna, fly over me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly over uh, Zephael. Okay. And I'm going to do I use both uh, hand flamers in one round? Uh, yeah, I think making a single attack with two pistols is one half action. It is if you have a uh, two weapon wielder ballistic. She does. All right. So is that two rolls or just one? They're not uh, rolls. You make the two flamer. rolls. They make rolls to not get owned by it. Which can hordes even do that? Uh, well, no, what, uh, with a horde, it is an automatic 1d5 plus 3 for her with yeah, hand flamers. Yeah, there's a special rule for flamers, how they interact with yep. them. So roll 1d5 plus 3 hits per flamer. It says here on my sheet that my damage for them is 2d10 plus 2. It's different for hordes. Uh, that, that doesn't matter. Hordes yeah. are a very special thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Now I see it. That, that's like 1d5 plus person. 3. Yeah, basically, the horde is treated as... In this case, uh, I'll say it's 40. Is that a three? Yes. All right. So that's... Yeah, a six is a three. Six. And do I roll again for the other flamer? Yeah, both flamers fire. Uh, six and six. Okay, yeah. You uh, you fly up into the center of the room. You uh, reach out with both arms in opposite directions, and you lay... No, sorry, it's six and five. Okay. Die, die, die. 
Exactly. <laughs> that is precisely what I built this to also, do. Also, mercy? Yeah. I don't heal. Just the flying thing? Yeah, the flying thing and the, the religious more, more, thing, but I'm not a healer. More Farah, but like, not with missiles. Yeah, uh, you, you spray the flames uh, down the... Uh, down the sides of the room, between the pillars, uh, setting a wide swaths of men on fire. Yay! Um, but I don't get the uh, the extra damage, right? Because it's flame and not uh, explosive. Right. Uh, the the flame the flame bonus itself is pretty good, though. So did I just take out twelve? Uh, you killed eleven men. Yes. Yeah, eleven because it was six and five. Killed or otherwise incapacitated them. Be bathed in the light of the emperor. Um, and they break. That's reasonable. Good. Yeah, good the for them. Uh, the, mag- the magnitude was just reduced by twenty five percent in a single turn, and they rolled a ninety two. I feel strong. So yeah, the survivors either uh, the men who are near the passages into the back drop their guns and uh, run, scramble out passages uh, down into the de- to the rear of the building, and. Uh, the men that are kind of trapped on the outer arrow slits uh, throw down their guns and, uh, you know, cower and surrender. All right. I will head up to one of the surrendered men, I guess. Yes, yes. What, what do you know what? about the what do you know about the computer systems in the vaults and the depths? I've never been been to the, the computers. I, I, I'm, I'm part of the Granite Guard. I, I I can show them to you. You know where they are. Show them to him. Yes. 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 And yeah, he uh, the man takes you to a side passage and uh, leads you down into a basement. And uh, underneath the main hall, you see the you see what was once the main uh, computer hub for the building, uh, now destroyed by a demolition system or destroyed by a controlled demolition. Uh, from the scar, from the marks on the walls, and that it appears to be several years ago that it was uh, destroyed. So pr- after after they, well, no, it was forty years ago the Imperium took this place, and then a couple years ago the Imperium backed out. Yeah, so most likely it was a controlled demolition when the Imperials withdrew. Makes sense. Do the connections to the walls appear to be uh, broken? No, the connections to the walls are still intact. I will try to interface with those. Okay, roll a tech use at minus 30. Minus 30? Oh, man. Can you get penalties? You're you're just grabbing a chunk of wires of a foreign computer system. It can't be that foreign. Well, maybe, but I guess you're still just, like, sticking your face into loose wires with no terminal on the end. Well, when you put it like that, uh, that is flat success. Okay, the entry to your mind impulse unit should be in the top of your mouth. You just stick the wire in your mouth and connect. (laughs) Tasty. <laughs> this tastes like heresy. <laughs> I love love the taste of silicon in the morning. All right, what was your roll? Flat success. Okay, uh, you can you can tell already that the network is down in a lot of places. There are a couple of hubs that are unpowered. Uh, you're able to ping connections from a couple of them with standard codes. Uh, nothing appears to be. That useful. From here, you can see that the network was mostly lighting, sewage, things like that. There aren't really any databases still intact. Uh, you can get a an archi- a blueprint of the spire and the close depths, though. Oh, that's helpful. <laughs> this is an in, in infrastructure system, but I did get I did get a map. I'm beaming it to everyone. 
Uh, at the other end of the antechamber is a set of smaller granite doors into a reception room. I pull out a slightly smaller servo arm. <laughs> <laughs> Your real arm? Yes. Gonna, gonna stow my <laughs> stow my bolt, my back, my heavy bolter, and claymore up since we're in close. And kind of maintain having an auspex and a heavy bolter. No, Axe, remember, you don't have Claymore up. You gotta be cool and never hold it until you need it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, do you have the di- don't you have the dipole magnet on it? Do some Claymore Aijutsu. Can't you just can't you just Jedi Force pull it to your hand as needed? I saw Veroni Kenshin. I mean, if you, I mean, you know, you do you, man. That's, that's If that's a Storm Warden thing, then do it. <laughs> yeah, in, inside the reception room, the outer room was is mostly bare of decoration, but the reception room inside is... Or at least was pretty well decorated. It's currently in a fairly run-down state. There's a granite throne in the back, sized for a normal man. You could put your foot on it if you want. <laughs> uh, there's... <laughs> right. Uh, there are... Put my foot uh, on it. <laughs> audience, there are audience chairs, about two dozen on each side. They're, you know, finely... They're decently made wooden chairs. There are... You know, a couple of uh, filing cabinets, d- a couple of desks, things like that. It's set up basically like a small courtroom with a throne instead of a judge's uh, pulpit. Podium? The ju- Podium. judge's stand, uh, I think. Bench. Right the bench. The approach bench. the bench. Yeah, may I approach the bench? Yeah, so, uh, with a throne instead of a bench. Does it seem like there's a- there would be anything useful in these filing cabinets? Uh... I'll no, just I'll just the, rip uh, I'll just rip one out of the cabinet yeah. I guess. See if there's anything. See if there's any any useful <laughs> slates. You find a guardsman Parch- hiding in there. Par- parchments. I don't know what we keep in these. <laughs> no. Uh, there w- there were papers in that being kept in these, but they were uh they did uh set them on fire when they left. Okay, so it's just it's just open up a drawer full of ash. Yeah, there, there's scorch marks up the wall. I'll say if you roll an awareness against uh, minus 20, you can uh, try to see if you can find any scraps. Okie doke. Knock, knock, uh, open up the, the drawer. Does the plus 10 from the whatever, the plus 10 heightened senses? It's plus, tw- sure. it's plus 20. If you oh, plus 20 with heightened senses, actually. So yeah. the, does the plus 20 cancel out the minus 20, then? Yeah, so, you're yeah, so you would roll against your base. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Ot 4. Ooh, so, boy. yeah, four degrees of success. Well, I guess three. Okay. Uh, as you search, you find you find at the bottom a scrap of a report. It says uh, you you can't make out all of it because the it's ripped sideways. What you do make out, it makes reference to uh, we received an offer from the Tau. Circumstances remain unstable. Next line. Unsure whether to... Next line, Imperium Presence rejects. Next line, and uh, finally, uh, you know, meeting scheduled among uh, ships to discuss offer. Man, they sure wrote next line a bunch. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll scan. I'll scan that and deploy it to my brothers. And okay, we have we now have evidence of heresy confirming Tau presence. No. Indeed, I mean, yeah, I guess I'll throw the paper aside. Is there any way to? S- that we can tell how old this is. <laughs> can my diagnostic help figure it out? <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, there, there's no way to specifically identify it, although you can put it at between five and forty years ago. Sure, because it mentions the Imperium presence. I'm guessing they 
actually they might use the standard year. I don't even know. But that part's that part of the document is probably lost to fire. Everyone that gets brought into the Imperium at least nominally goes on Imperial time, which is based on the Earth year. Uh, how far is how far do our do our comlinks go? Do would we need Vox Network in order to like talk to the ships in orbit? Uh, I'll say that you are. I think the the Death Watch Voxes can probably reach low orbit. All right, naturally, we can probably reach the. Sh- yeah, do we? Yeah, do we have? Do we have contact with the with our guys on the ground? Yeah, you you can absolutely make contact with uh, the Ultramarines and Roman. Yeah, Captain Roman. Uh, this is uh, Sergeant Cassius. Uh, I'm receiving incoming transmissions for the captain. He's clearing the walls. Understood. We have found evidence of Tau presence on the planet. Unconfirmed which, but it appears that they're recording the Tau for some time. To be expected, I suppose. I'll report to the com- to the captain when I can. And you can hear the faint sound of bolter fire, but it doesn't sound like Cassius or his squad are even currently firing. Sure, yeah. You can hear it in the, the far background. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. No, thank you. No, okay. <laughs> oh, you're too much. Thank you for the thank you, brother. <laughs> Ramsey's going to go have a chat with whoever's left. No, you hang up. <laughs> God, could you imagine God if they actually it. talked that way? So what you doing? I think that's, well, that's that's the pretty Marines, right? <laughs> so uh, I guess, is anybody taking ownership of the prisoners? Uh, that's what I was about if to, left to, their own... to start with. Okay. Yeah, Ramsey's going to have a chat with whoever's left. We have we have one okay. set of manacles. It can hold an orc. Yeah, I'll say you, you can round up eight men pretty easily, and uh, if you go searching through the building, you might find more. I figure I've got that one guy that was showing us the computer banks. Yeah, yeah, you can pick him up by the scruff of his neck. Yeah, the the men are a few are silent and watching, a few are uh, apologizing, a few are begging for their lives. You've got you got your pick of uh, men you'd like to, of like eight men you'd like to interrogate or do as you will with. While they do this, I'm going to analyze the blueprints for the vaults. We hear you fine. I guess we'll start with this uh, this. Granite Lord, so you serve. Uh, there, there is no Granite Lord. These are all the Granite Guard. Granite Lord was taken with. Uh, our I guess. Dudes. I, 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 I guess you, you can get the Granite Sergeant. Well, well, no, the captain of the Granite Guard. You gotta start talking about the is, Granite Lord. Oh, okay. What, what Asking about the Granite Lord. They said they were fighting to defend the Granite Lord or fought for the Granite Lord when we. Yeah, they keep vigil morning. for the Granite Lord. Oh, they keep vigil. For- yes, uh, our our job is to keep vigil for the Granite Lord here at the Spire. This this prosecu- your prosecution of these duties uh, also include firing upon loyal servants of the emperor. Our job is to protect the Granite Lord. We were his personal guard even when the Imperium was in command. They took him with him with them when they left. So he serves the Imperium willingly or unwillingly, correct? Unwillingly, I believe, but yes, our duty is to submit only to the Iron or to the Granite Lord. Let's just speak plainly. Why did you fire upon us? You came as hostile figures. Our ship has no guns. For all you knew, it could have been... He would would certainly have communicated with us, shouldn't he have? Have you consorted with the Xeno? I've only consorted with humans. Actually, can Michael walk up then with the scrap of paper talking about the Tau? <laughs> yeah, sure. What do you know about, your, about the Granite Lord's engagement with the Tau? We have found this. I know that shortly before the Imperium withdrew, he discussed a meeting with somebody. It was supposed to take place at the Hive Cluster. 
I, I know nothing else of the Granite Lord's business in this regard. Uh, what is it to tell if he's telling the truth? Scrutiny. Scrutiny. It's under perception. Yeah, roll okay. scrutiny at a zero. Okay. Oh, yeah, there we go. Actually, I actually make yeah, it plus I ten. Ba- I have it at basic, yeah. Scrutiny, that means scrutiny. it's half your perception and then for the various senses. Okay, so it's at 41 plus 10. Okay. Flip that coin. Uh, I make it at zero degrees uh, of success. Ought <laughs> two. Nice. I'm making all these rolls that don't matter. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Ramsey, you cu- you think that the man is telling the truth. Uh, Michael, you think he is telling the truth, but that especially with the towel, their influence is much more pernicious to detect. If there was collusion with with Tao, he may he likely could never have known about it. Sure. So yeah, he's he's telling the truth as far as he knows. Which yeah, yeah he's he's a he's a grunt. So why would he know a lot more? Uh, we could say he's he'd probably say he's the captain of the Granite Guard, but he's still a soldier. And of what do you know of the depths? I know some of the paths down into the vaults and machinery. It is part of my security purview. What remains since the Imperium has left? Very little. Without the um, without the tech priests who had uh, supplanted or killed all of our engineers, there was little knowledge left of how to maintain the machinery. Some men have tried to fix them, but as I understand it, very few of the machines still work, especially without the influx of money and parts from off-planet. Uh, there are some vaults down there, mostly containing the Granite Lord's records and effects. Very well. Brother Zaphael, do you corroborate this information? Do I? I'm analyzing the blueprints. Yeah, the, the blueprints are unclear as to what, but you can see several rooms that serve no purpose other than being large storage rooms in the depths. I see blank, unmarked rooms. Large, empty. That seems to fit. Your, ob- can... your obedience under pressure has been noted. The, the the pressure or my obedience? Yes. You can what? I can try to take you there, perhaps. Perhaps. I'm not sure which I'm not sure which of the vaults actually contains anything still. The Imperials tried to destroy all the information they could when they left. Yes, well, they did an incomplete job, at least so far. Uh your organization has secured, yes. Yes, we are most of what remained of any of the granite government. Do you have restraints? Yes, we do. Our guardhouse is in the depths, not far from here. Uh, provide me with the, with one of your subordinates who's aware of their location. She'll fetch them. Unless you'd prefer to make peace with your ancestors sooner rather than later. Sergeant, Sergeant, go go with them and get the restraints. And uh, one of the men next to him nods and uh, stands up. And he, he, he'll take you to the guardhouse, if you wish. It's uh, about ten meters deep, uh, through a couple of sets of stairs, set off to the side. It's mostly a set of barracks rooms and storage rooms. You find a wealth of stub automatics and ammunition for the same. You find the occasional uh, poorly kept uh, rocket-propelled grenade. And you find other... Basic security items, manacles, you find uh, first aid kits, you find armor, flak armor pieces, things like that. 
Captain, can you inform the rest of the guard to stand down? I'll try. We no longer can communicate except by runners. Then do so. Our brothers are facing resistance, and we would prefer they not. I'll have to send some of the men to do that. Is that okay? Acceptable. In the meantime, take up those manacles of those first aid kits. Tend to whatever. I'll I'll send a man and restrain yourselves. And he'll watch them restrain themselves, obviously. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll say there are, you find the company doctor who is, who was hiding out in the guard room. Uh, he takes the first aid kits and starts to treat some of the people who survived the initial assault. And the, uh, the captain and sergeant, uh, restrain themselves while he gives the other six men orders to run to each of the gatehouses. Communicate with their Aldous lamps. Yeah. One if by land, two if by sea, three if by space. <laughs> it was uh, Cassius with the ground, right, for the Ultras? Uh, yeah, he was the one who took the Vox link. Brother Sergeant Cassius, uh, be advised, we have, uh, we are attempting to seize resistance on behalf of the Granite Guard. Uh, also, we've taken several prisoners, as this will be your base of operations. Uh, they are, uh, how do I say this in, like, an Astartes-type fashion? Like, uh, they are your... Uh, they are your concern, and apparently <laughs> compliant uh, have not directly consorted with the Xeno. Uh, their fate is left in your hands. Uh, very well, I'll let the captain know. We'll stand down and give them a chance to surrender. Well, they must communicate by runner, so there will be some delay. Well, yes, we'll withdraw where appropriate. Understood. And yeah, after about 25 or 30 minutes, the uh, Ultramarines uh, meet you at the spire with... Uh, Long lines of prisoners flanked by, uh, by Marines and, uh, Brother, uh, Maximus at the front and Brother Atarkas at the back. Uh, most likely just one of the Dreadnoughts could probably command the 50 or so men remaining without a problem. How do, what is, what is the Granite Guard's reaction to the Dreadnoughts, by the way? <laughs> they are, the Dreadnoughts are completely new to them. And in fact, the, the, any Marine themselves is new to them. That's fair. None of these men even saw a space marine during the time the Imperium uh, was in control, much less a dreadnought, so... I guess that also... I guess we can also assume from that that none of them has ever, like, met a fire warrior or anything like that. No, definitely not. At least... At least there's none you can detect. Sure. They definitely would not have faced them in open battle. Mm Mm-hmm. These are local men who haven't served in the guard and gone off planet. Yeah, and like if they met with any Tau, it'd probably cast, and they're not in big machine suits, so that makes sense. Um, as far as we know, they haven't met with any, but they're bosses, so yeah. So I guess probably spend most of the time just sort of you know doing the boring business of maintaining a small prisoner of war camp while we hack the planet. Yeah, uh, literally. On it. Uh, Captain Roman sets about uh, demolishing some of the entrances into the depths. He sets about uh, securing choke points, uh, setting up surveillance, setting up patrol routes, and all the standard business. He goes about it in a very slow and methodical sort of way. Right. But he's obviously done this hundreds of times before. I guess, do we have any... We probably don't set up any kit at our base of operations, right? Because we're like, we're all just basically mobile command centers. You don't, what? 
uh like each each space marine is basically a mobile command center right like we don't have any big setup that we bring here no not really i mean he he sets up a couple of uh computer systems and things like that but they're all the equivalent of like lap a couple of laptops in a network sure with, uh, probably, some probably cable run between them comms and yeah camera. yeah so an antenna or something like that i'll say there is an antenna uh on the spire itself Oh yeah, that's one thing. Weren't uh, was uh, Zaphael was trying to figure out if there were, if any of the comm systems were still act- op- operational, so we could try to kill that signal. Yeah, among other things. Yeah, the uh, the antenna is intact, and so are the connections to it. But the spire does not have power. Hmm. Definitely not on the uh, means necessary to broadcast from it. Does the you find a couple of small generators around, but nothing. Large. Does the uh, blueprint indicate a primary generator? Uh, yes, the blueprint indicates a power plant located uh, roughly opposite the cathedral underground, about 100 meters. Is, does it uh, seem accessible? Say it's a, yeah, it appears to be accessible with minor navigation from the granite spire main chambers. Uh, I'll say it is a nuclear fission, old-fashioned uh, reactor. <laughs> It shouldn't be too hard for me to run down and diagnose the power plant, if nothing else. We may be able to get this rock working again. Do so, sooner, brother. The sooner we can establish their beachhead, the sooner we can proceed with our aqua sites of mission. Indeed, and it may bring power back to the vaults as well. Yeah, uh, make a navigate surface check, or, well, there's there's not really a threat to it, so... Yeah, can I navigate can via the there. blueprints? Like, yeah, you, you get lost, and then eh, you kick around for ten minutes, and then you go the right direction. Someone comes and finds you. Come on. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, no, so that, that's like the worst case scenario, so, so why bother? Plug this place into, uh, did, was it uh, Hexus who brought a cartograph? I, for, who, someone brought I mean, a yes, but it's all, like, service navigation. Either way, I think I can find my way to this power plant, the main power plants. Yeah, you just follow increasingly larger power conduits until you find the power plant. I will bring my auspex out if I have to. And just look, <laughs> just look for radiation. You'll find it. It's everywhere. Oh, I found some radiation. Oh, we're still a mile off. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fish, yeah. fish, fish and plants. Those are things that can go years without proper maintenance. When you get within about a thousand feet, you uh, your Geiger counters start going off. Well, within acceptable limits. Everyone, take caution. Activate your suit pumps for Radex. We are environmentally uh, sealed if you have our helmets on. Yeah, no, that's the yeah. The only thing that changes is uh, is that Ramsey puts his helmet on. I guess if he's even down there. Your call, I suppose. Yeah, Michael's probably going along with uh, Zaphael just in case. You know, I'm medical. Definitely just Hicks yeah. has been following medical attention, stuff like that. Sure, Taiki, Ramsey. Uh, at any point, can I? Like, have a conversation with the uh, Granite Sergeant? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what do you want to ask? I'll walk up to him, and I assume they're, like, sitting down in their restraints? Yeah, I would say they're probably, at this point, just barricaded inside their barracks rooms with a bunch of food and no weapons or armor. Right, yeah, so I'll kneel down in front of him and take the helmet off so he can see the the fact that I'm a girl. And also the head chain. And just kind of take a moment to see if he has any reaction to that. You're a man? Uh, you're you're a woman? You're uh, <sighs> Just kind of chuckle lightly at that. 
Have you heard of the Sisters of Battle? No, I never... Well, I know they, they work for the church, right? The Imperial Church? For the Emperor, more than anything else. And this is what you do? Of late. It's unusual for one of my order to be with space marines of this caliber. You do it very well. We never stood a chance. I prefer to end things quickly. I prefer to minimize bloodshed. Tell me, do you live here? Yes, I've lived here all my life. Here on this slate? First in the bulk and eventually in the crown when I joined the Granite Guard. Do you have family? Not anymore. I'm sorry to hear that. They were killed in one of the first uprisings. Tell me, are you a praying man? Not anymore. No, I am. I pray twice a day, but that's my choice. What do you think of the Emperor? Uh, I was born five years after the Imperium first came here. Uh, I, I believe in him. So do I. I was born on a garden planet, far away from here. He nods. This is the first you are hearing of the Tau involvement on this planet, right? Everybody's heard of the Tau, but we never had them here as far as I know. And the idea that Xenos could have been involved in any way in the way this planet was run, how do you feel about that? I don't believe it. No. No one wants to believe that they've been deceived. My order, too, was deceived long ago. Tricked into fighting against the Emperor rather than for him. We, by all accounts, should have been wiped out. But we were given a second chance. It's no fault of yours that you were lied to. And I know that the Emperor is merciful to those who believe. You and your men have nothing to fear. Not from me. Thank you. I definitely would never fight, especially after this. The Emperor's light can be deadly, but it is like a star. It can burn or it can bring life. It all depends on how you use it. This is all too complicated for me. I hope Lord Jolis comes back soon. I know you're not a praying man, but do you know what I find prayer most useful for? For what? I don't speak to the Emperor in hopes that he will speak to me. I'm not a prophet, and I am not large enough to merit the attention of a god-king. I pray so that I can examine my worries and concerns in silence, so that I can examine my thoughts and worries from all the angles. It's meditative. You may not be inclined to pray, but you might wish to try again, with a new aim in mind this time. I guess there's not much else to do. I'll, I'll, I'll pray. What is your name? Eris. Well met, Eris. I hope if we meet again, it is under better circumstances. Uh, me too, my lady. And she'll smile and get up and walk away. Okay. Well, that will cut back to the group going to the power plant. All right. Working with things you, uh... that matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, let's see. Uh, one rad a second, three rads a second, five rads a second. Manageable. Ten. Ten rads. One from five to ninety, what? Beginning to be a problem. Thirty. 30, 50. What's, yeah, what's the radiation shielding on these suits like? Yeah, you, you aren't even in... I, I th you could walk without the suits naked with the organs that protect you from radiation through the radiation you experience in this power plant. Fair. Okay. But yeah, this and is... In uh, fact, this is, I do so! This is, this is high... This is much above the, uh, the, the, the acceptable levels from the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, which I believe is five rads per year. <laughs> Yeah, can people at, like, nuclear power plants only work for, like, two hours a week? Uh, I don't know that one. I just know that five rads per year is the acceptable amount of radiation that workers are allowed to consume. 
It's also weird that they still use rads because the rest, well, I guess the rest of the world moved on to sieverts. Yeah, and even the people Doesn't who sound use, as cool. Even the people who did rads tend to use rems now. Anyway, yeah, the, the radiation's going up. Yeah, that's fine. You get into the power plant's control room. It's fairly small. The cooling tanks are still full, thankfully. But they're at this point, they're just full of uh, salt water from the ocean. Right, it did like an emergency thing. Yeah, so the, the rooms containing the fuel are pretty well flooded and contaminated, but you could still probably turn it, reactivate it and get some power out of it, if not... And if not enough to power a city, definitely enough to power an antenna and to power the spire. Brother Michael, keep an eye on your Geiger counter. Tick, tick, tickety means run your ass out of there. <laughs> That's the formal term. Do not speak that low gothic trash to me. <laughs> Three dog. <laughs> if you hear tick, tick, crew, it's really bad. <laughs> right. But yes, I will try to uh, do what I can to resuscitate. Yeah, say with, uh, if you spend about... Six hours, say, you can uh, get the power plant back up and running, at least enough to uh, run the Spire's systems. Yeah, and then we can start putting out our own You cycle it through, disable the safeties, put in one of the fuel rods into the uh, dozen uh, holding chambers. Buckle in. This may take a moment. And you can get a signal back out. I'm assuming assuming you, you take the time to do so. Yeah, I'm willing to, um, unless anyone tells me I can't. I I have sort of this thing with technology. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. But uh, yes, I'm going to take the time to do the power plant unless anyone stops me. No, that's uh, yeah, getting getting our getting our propaganda out is more important. Just like ripping ripping the uh, the lock tanks open with my servo arm, resealing them with a welder. Yeah, the uh, the ultramarines come down, patrol, uh, talk with you about it. Sometimes they they figure out, they ask enough to at least know when there's a problem with do the they, power do, supply. So are these just what what marines are these? Like, are there other tech marines? Can these dudes like work together? I don't know what the what tech marine protocol is. Uh, there are no tech marines with them. Okay. Yeah, it sounded like two tactical squads, which is basically heavy weapons guy, sergeant, and, like, bolter carriers. So you're pretty yeah, standard fair. Okay. loadout. A lot of times they probably find me speaking the technolingua to the machine spirits, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I figure is just speaking binary out loud, but very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that episode of Star Trek TNG. It was also in Futurama. No, you're, just, you're, you're just doing, uh, you're just doing uh, assembly. You're just... But you got to read it in reverse, so you can pop, so you put it on the stack, and then it pops off in the reverse order. <laughs> if crash, yeah. go to don't. <laughs> yeah, they, they sweep through. They they collapse what tunnels they can. They set up uh, laser sensors and cameras in a few places, things like that. It's basically, setting about fortifying the spire makes sense. And um, yeah, while he is fixing the plant, what is anybody else doing? Uh, I guess. We're, we're so our our plan is to create a, a counter message, or are we just trying to to just kill all signals? I'd like to create a counter message, but I'm primarily trying to open up the vaults. Um. So okay. So if we uh, I don't know. Michael will Michael will draw on the uh, will draw on his knowledge of the codex and uh, put together a put together a, a summary of why you should follow the emperor. Are you gonna <laughs> get out the PowerPoint slides? I will, yeah. <laughs> Turn yeah, the chair around, sit in it, and break it. 
Greetings, oh, so citizens. This is I am Mar- I'm, Ar- I'm Archangel Michael. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? Oh no, Xenos. I'm here to tell you that there must be a better way. <laughs> Dealing with Xenos is not cool. And to prove it, I'm going to rip a phone book in half. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm making a I'm making a propaganda message. Whatever. The Extreme Teen Codex. <laughs> <laughs> I get on my I get on my fucking uh, Hulk Hogan skateboard. The Emperor is wicked sick, but also physically ailing. <laughs> he is wicked sick. He he does all the coolest stuff from his throne. When you when you see a star in the warp, that's him. All right, so you're setting up a message, uh, Ramsey, Nixus, or Tyke, anything else? Um, I didn't have anything specifically else planned for Hixus. Hixus is Hixus. just... sorry. Um, that's okay. Is there any sort of larger scale uh, maps here in this building? Like, we got the blueprints for the building itself, but is there any for, like, the larger, uh, I mean, Granite Spire as a whole, not just the single structure, like, including the bulk and all those? I'm just curious to kind of analyze what's all around. Yeah, uh, you can get maps, although it's hard to say what's useful because a lot of the city at this point is pretty well ruined. That's fine. You know, a um, lot of the yeah, buildings are likely not intact. Since everyone else seemed to have uh, other things covered, Texas distracts himself with just taking the time to look over those and glean what he can from them, even if it's not much. Learn how at least the structure about it used to be. Right, uh, anything from Ramsey or Taiki? I think I'm good. Oh, if he's got a while, um, and assuming he can find water somewhere, he's gonna load up. So he's he's gonna what? He's going to apply the woad, the uh, the, the face, the paint. blue face paint. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that's what you said, but I wasn't sure. It's a member of the cabbage family. Uh, oh yeah. So he's put on the woad. I guess it just leaves what Taiki's doing, unless she's just trying to indoctrinate the rest of the granite guard or whatever she's not trying to indoctrinate she's just being genuine right yeah but i'm just saying being genuine the, about her indoctrination as this, as this you're being as genuine as you can be as an indoctrinated servant of the emperor yes but yeah i'm good all right so um uh the main question i had was while we're restoring the power plant do we suddenly notice the signal cut out as the storm board and just kind of blow the the transmitter out or whatever uh not yet okay that's either a good thing or a bad thing. Actually, that's that's an interesting thing. Do we do we have the power to listen in with our antenna? Can we like check out where they were assaulting and maybe see if there's like people on the military bands or whatever? They're like, oh man, we're getting owned by space marines, or oh man, we're owning space marines. Well, I wonder if the I wonder if they're even if they're at the same level of technology as the guard. I'll say, given the strength of the signal, the planet-wide signal coming out of Hellsmark, it's uh, causing a lot of interference uh, for any of the Storm Warden scale communications. You haven't had communication in or out with them. Well, does the signal consume that much total, like, just bandwidth in the air? Or is it actually... Uh... Is because otherwise they could just work on different uh, frequencies. I'm assuming that just the the strength of the signal is uh, disrupting communications on long range communications out. Okay. Since they're so close to the source, so yeah, it's a bunch no, of crap fine. in the air, basically. Yeah, it's just really dense bandwidth, gotcha. And we're just gonna fill it with more shit. Uh, I suppose, yeah. Before we send out our own message, we should alert everyone uh, that we are working with about that plan, as their communications are likely to be. Uh, a bit less pleasant now, either. Yeah, you uh, you send out that message, and uh, you get the power plant running. 
with a few final uh, keystrokes, you uh, you bring the first reactor online, generating enough power to power the spire and the uh, some of the nearby buildings in the crown. The power plant is back online, everybody. Some of the fissionable material that was left had not yet been refined, so I had to use my, uh, I had to use my, you don't care. Your work is admirable, Brother Raphael. Thank you. So, these vaults. Yes, I believe we may investigate now. Their, cir- their, uh, their security system should be active enough to be circumvented now. I'll say, uh, at some point after an hour or two, uh, Jareth asks if it's okay to land rather than keep burning fuel. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, I figured he landed near where the Thunderhawks were. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah, he can be um, where the But yeah, we'll, we'll tell him to come in. Yeah, it's safe now. <laughs> uh, the Thunderhawks have resumed, uh, support patrols. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll tell him to land near the spire. We got this shit under lock and key. And, uh, what is it to repair something? Tech use. Okay, I don't have that. <laughs> Techies also, it's against the rules. <laughs> I'm guessing the pilot probably knows how to fix his own vehicle, kind of. Yeah, or, he's so got he, a, or he's got a guy who can do that. He does some basic patching and such up. Is he just like Imperial Guard or Imperial Navy or whatever? Uh, he's an, Yeah, he's an Imperial Navy pilot. I gotcha. Um, let's see. Yeah, so I mean, assuming we can get the signal up, I guess our next thing is... Communication would really help, so we should probably go blow up the Hellsmark signal if the Stormborns haven't already succeeded at doing that. Yeah, so now that we... Well, and I guess also we're trying to get the contents of the vaults to see if there's any extra intel in there, and then we'll head to, then we'll head to Hellsmark. There has to be intel. It was an objective. <laughs> objective failed. What? what? No, but I did all the right <laughs> things. Oh, right, yeah. I forgot to actually write down what our primary objectives were. Uh, primary objectives are end the Dizinos Rebellion and, and secure the Spire. Oh, right, and a this and stop the conflict between the Space Marines. Or was that, that a that secondary, secondary objective? Secondaries are make peace between the Space Marines and scour the vaults. All right, well, that's a Okay. So we got one primary objective and all of our secondary objectives, I guess. Well, if we if we believe we've made peace between the space marines, no, no, no. He means we have we have, we have the swear. Okay, we have we have the spire and we have the vaults. Is what I mean. We have not ended the rebellion or made peace between the space marines. Yeah. Uh, once there's power again, you input the commands to open the vault doors with uh, access codes given to you by the granite guard. Inside, you see a fairly large room, probably twenty meters square. It's almost a small museum with uh, racks. There are small displays, uh, cataloging. You you see things like uh, the largest, uh, purest ores, the best examples, the uh, first piece of granite quarried from the granite spire, things like that. Mostly stuff that doesn't have any uh, immediate relevance. Sure. But stuff that would be handy for any future governor to have. It's a rock I picked up. This is a fancy rock. It's the best rock. Yeah, but it's a rock the governor picked up, so it goes in the museum. <laughs> uh, you also find a granite find a lord collection Jolis's... of sticks and bowls and posters of Abraham. <laughs> uh, you find his personal notes that he uh, wasn't able to take when he left. Hello. And, yeah, you can start looking through them. Uh, you find a lot of things. There's a... Uh, Jolis has been Granite Lord since about ten years before the Imperium came. It details some of his uh, 
some of his dealings with the hive cities, disputes over ore, things like that at the beginning. Uh, the Imperium, of course, has uh, rather a lot of sections, most notably uh, his accounts of how the Imperial Guards stormed the Granite Spire and took him and all the other senior advisors hostage and installed new institutions, new guard, everything. It uh, talks about his time as a puppet governor. And then towards the end, there are some parts that he has denoted as uh, private. Uh, one thing you do notice throughout the journal is that the Tau have approached Realis at least five times since the Imperium landed. And they have never accepted the Tau terms. The last entry regarding the Tau is from only about two weeks before the before Evangrave uh, ordered the quarantine, and it it says Captain Bromard and uh, the Free Captains Alliance wish to hold a planet-wide meeting to discuss the Tau. I have my doubts that such a race can be trusted. Their fervent belief in their greater good philosophy seems irrelevant to our way of life, especially since our way of life is so dependent on Imperium technology. I'll express my misgivings at the meeting, and the meeting, by the time frame you're given, never occurred. It appears that the Granite Lord was indeed faithful. So it seems, which means that the more likely turn of events is that once he left, the major dissenting voice and major political unit gone. That is when they embraced. Yes. Either that, or with a firm anti-Xenos belief entrenched, they turned to the weaker members of society and fomented a rebellion. It's not unheard of. He almost spits their name out. Fuck the Tau. Dicks. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not <laughs> That being name. said, whenever he's around, there's a little bit of Tau on display if you look at his shoulder. The arterial spray. <laughs> Ew. Oh, yeah, you've got that uh, armor that never stops being bloody. Yeah, I forgot to mention the fear one, but it's not like it matters. Huh. You're pretty good against fear. <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> does, does the armor itself bleed? I don't know. Look, I wash it off and tomorrow it's back. <laughs> Look, like one in every 40 power armors does this. I, I, I figure it's, <laughs> it, it's just like this big gout across the, the shoulder pad, because... Since my armor has to be repainted Death Watch black, it would it like seep through the black? I don't. <laughs> I mean, probably yeah. I guess it'd have to. Oh my. Okay. There's an organ inside your armor that lives on. <laughs> it's just a psychic projection from the emperor. Because I guess it's more than the shoulder pad then. Probably just this big spray from shoulder to chest of just this purple blue blood. Just axe. Remember, never take a second tau eye. Only I'll get that. Don't worry about. What? <laughs> It's fun. Uh, Is this League of Legends? No, it's a 14 thing. Anyway, Damn it. Um, so uh, are the other vaults similarly stocked with like native fish species bones and books about yeah. the history we don't care about and stuff? Post his favorite, basically, ham, like Matt said. Yeah, there's there's not too much else going on. Um, in his notes, can we like get a? Because like Tobias mentioned that the the cluster as being someplace where they might be able to f sort of the hive cluster yeah that where they might have more chance of getting uh if not maybe not converts but like that that like the hive 
cluster was their best place to land. You know, response there. Is there a reef for that? Are they, like, fervent there? Like, what, what is the nature of this in the Hellsmark? Hellsmark. Hellsmark. Yeah, I thought the hive uh, cluster was made from a bunch of the dredges, <clears throat> basically. Uh, everyone who examines the books and the indexes and such that it refers to can make a minus 20 intelligence test or a plus zero common lore administratum test. Yeah. Yep, don't have that. Who knows how to read the books? I mean, I've just got good intelligence. Uh, I've got, I got one degree of success. I got a zero degree, minus- but still a success. Yeah. Uh, two degrees, actually. Two de- made- yeah, two degrees also. Wow. <laughs> I made a three. We all read the books, huh? A very astute okay. group at this bunch. Yeah. Uh, everybody made it. Or nearly everybody. Uh, you, Everybody who looks through and made their check, you find that the most likely the Free Captain's Alliance became what is now known as the Hive Cluster over the past five years. They joined their fortunes and existences physically together and tried to make the best of it oh mm-hmm. with the south of me oh no you can tell them so no we can't it bandwidth's towel we can overpower it that's what i was doing yeah i can turn off I can, I can turn off that other message for a bit you also discover in some of the other uh some of the basically incident reports in that uh everybody can make a common lord jericho reach uh plus zero test I do don't think have, I have, do that. have that. You can do it at you can do it at basic if uh, you don't have it. So half intelligence, zero degrees of success. <laughs> no, did not do it this time. Okay, uh, then Hixus. Did I get it right this time? Yes. Okay, good. Slime Hixus. Me. <laughs> you find reports of uh, dating back seventy-five years before the crusade ever arrived. That indicate that Stigmatus uh, cultists may have tried to infiltrate the world and start a rebellion. The Stigmatus are the uh, human-turned-to-chaos army that is the main organization fighting from the Hades anomaly. Oh, that, might, least... be what the, that might be what the Shattered Statues were, right? How long ago was that yeah. you said? They'd tear down, 75 years. They'd tear down all the idols. The Emperor known to chaos as the They'd tear them down and his son. It's... How long ago did the uh, did uh, the Granite Lord get shipped off? Five years. Yeah, okay. So, it was a while back. Um, yeah, the, you, you find that information among the previous uh, Granite Lord's files. Yeah, he'll, he'll relay it. There's not really anything complicated to share beyond the fact that it happened. Sure. And... Everybody gets a Vox call. Technically, several hundred Vox calls. Oh, okay. And, uh, in fact, you get all the Vox calls that your Vox systems are capable of receiving, and then some. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, so suddenly the entire Vox system appears to be overloaded with an extremely powerful jammer. Every frequency is bombarded with, you know, terawatts gigawatts of interference and the uh, vox channels are completely almost completely ruined only shattered bits are coming through i'm going to run down to the power controls and divert as much as i can to the antenna okay i mean at this point all we're creating is more noise i'm gonna try and create the uh the negative wave form of some of the noises coming in okay with a careful use of the antenna in the dish you might start to make a little bit of sense 
yeah, it's never going to be perfect, but I'm, I'll try and mitigate it some. Mm-hmm. Okay. The the first thing you notice is that a couple of the common channels are getting lots of repeating images. Piecing it together, you're able to find what's likely being picked up on local receivers. You see images of security cameras marked as a hell's mark. You can see several Storm Warden figures uh, running in and placing demolition charges at the base of a power plant. And then the power plant's exploding. And then the image from the ground above the Hell's Mark as first one series and then an exp- a series of explosions all around the Hell's Mark starts to go off. You hear someone next to the camera shout, That was the ballast ring! And the camera starts to tilt as the entire Hell's Mark Hive City uh, on the camera view starts to tilt slowly to one side the uh outlying buildings starting to uh sink deeper and deeper into the ocean at the same time you also pick up a report from uh alistair magzell uh transmitting on every uh channel that he can with a brief video why in the name of the emperor is tobias firing on us and he turns the camera up and you can see where several salamanders are standing on the roof of a building firing multi-miltas down at a squad of uh, storm wardens before he uh, has to dive into cover and they charge down and he leads them down into the uh, depths of the sinking hell's mark. On another channel, you pick up salamanders running through the streets with heavy flamers, stopping at each door, kicking in the uh, doors and spraying the heavy flamers inside. People are screaming. Not much can be made out through the chaos but you notice that if in this video the ocean is still level the city is not sinking most likely it's from a different city entirely from the hive cluster by the emperor and of hixus roll cynicians okay roll it at a plus zero i feel like you want to make this one uh, that is three degrees of success. You are able to detect far, far above Realis. You, uh, you hear, or well, you not hear so much as you feel several rips in the warp as what must be several heavy cruisers come out of a warp jump landing around the planet. Up, up above... I say, if anybody is physically outside, they can try to look into high orbit with space marine senses. You might be able to see. I'm still inside on the, the working the dish, so unless it's creating some sort of like radio imprint. Sure, yeah, I can. I'll look at it. Why not? Okay. Uh, anyone who goes out to look physically can uh, roll awareness against uh, minus twenty. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen out of forty-two. Then. Yeah, that's really poor on that one. <laughs> Like six degrees of failure. Oh no! Um, more of more of my prey sense sight helps. I think it's just night vision, basically. Though, do you do you tend to be looking through your scope at things? Well, no, my diagnostic helmet has prey sense. Ooh. Also, Kevin, if you're talking, I can't hear you. I can't hear anything you're saying. I think they're talking on their side. Okay. And and yeah, the diagnostic helm basically it, it has prey sense sight at all times, basically. Okay, uh, prey sight sense isn't a ton of help because. 
Yeah, it's, it's not so much just, contrast as just looking at like a passing yeah, satellite. It's like yeah, it's I mean as far as I understand it's like infrared basically. Yeah, so it's really more just a matter of telescopic sight, but mm-hmm. in any case, uh I'll say uh Michael, you looking up see the righteous cause break from low orbit into high orbit to uh fight against the uh incoming ships. You can even see the faint uh, fire on both sides of the uh, laser battery starting to fire back and forth. Uh, Taiki, you can see the Banshee's whale moving to engage them as well. They start to uh, fire, although they're not flying in formation with the Righteous Cause. The ships above and the cruisers above have them seriously outgunned. They appear to be making a fighting retreat around the planet. Neither one of you spots the Promethean's flame in the uh, skies above, space above. At this point, Captain Roman has caught up and is, he asks, what's going on around here? Why is everything wrong? We were about to inquire the same. I'm not certain myself. Currently, a number of cruisers have entered space outside of the planet. And it appears the salamanders have betrayed us. This is too many things to happen at once. It was coordinated. There are civilians out there. We need to help them. Agreed. We should make haste towards. We should make a uh, make haste towards the hive cluster. Talzmark is lost, but the hive cluster might still be afloat. The th- I can't get into t- in touch with the Thunderhawks. They were rendezvousing with the Righteous Cause. They're probably aiding up there. How far away? How many? How many can actually get on Aquila? I don't know. Not that many of us, really. Uh, twelve humans. So probably like six to eight Astartes. Yeah. Yeah. Although you are uniquely uh, equipped to, like, hanging on the outside of a plane in uh, mid-flight. Sure, yeah. We could probably the, take a, we could probably take a couple squads of dudes, maybe. Is the Achilles our lander? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a short yeah. time after Roman, uh, Jareth runs in, uh, you know, with his hands out, like, what's going on? Get back in that cockpit, soldier. <laughs> I can fly it, but not well. All my instruments are wrong. Leave that to me. I'll help you. And prepare to take on extra cargo. Extra heft. This should go with the Omnissiah's grace. <sighs> really? You're speaking of the Omnissiah? Captain Roman, which true, which, uh, which of your legion can you spare? I could send Cassius and his squad with you. I can't send Maximus or uh, Autarchus. That is and understandable. It may be best if we maintain the Spire. If nothing else, it's a place to fall back to. An understandable position. Yes. I'll try to keep in touch and let you know everything I can. And yes, Brother Tech Marine, when you spend as much time inside a tank as I have. Interesting. Well, I won't begrudge it. If you need to contact us, I've left an algorithm on the uh, on the antenna. It should be able to reduce noise on a particular channel and use that to contact me. All right, we'll do so. We'll try to keep the antenna running also. Understood. The Emperor's grace be with you. Emperor's grace with you. Yeah, I guess we'll all hop on or around the Aquila. <laughs> yeah, a uh, a series of alarms starts to go off as uh, the ten of you <laughs> hang on and in the lander. Yeah, I'm guessing it's saying something about weight capacity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, we, we're... This is your pilot speaking. He, he says to you because he can't vox it to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is your pilot speaking. We are at 140% of a uh, recommended cargo allowance. Excuse me, coming through. I'm going to jab my MIU into the uh, plane systems. 
I can't hear him up here on the roof. What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really right. Oh, okay. Hixus will move as okay, close to Jareth as possible. Speak to me directly. I'll make sure they hear it. Okay. I guess... Okay, look, the engines are at 120% capacity, so now we're only at 118% over, or at 118% of recommended carrying capacity. Uh, he repeats all that back with uh, short-range telepathy. Sure. Can I shove my electrograft into a data port? <laughs> Is that can, the way it's supposed to work? Can you say that again, but slowly? It, <laughs> a little more sensually. <laughs> It it is a thing I can do now. A number of times in short order, please. <laughs> All right. What what does grafting the data port do? Uh, it gives me a, it gives me a plus ten on a couple things. It's like an MIU, but uh, a li- a little bit more limited because it only connects to data ports. Are you just going to be like a second? Are you just going to be like a uh, a second computer for this thing now? <laughs> more or less. Uh, the electrograph can boost my tech use. The MIU can boost my uh, tech use pilot and drive. Okay, yeah, as he, Jareth starts to uh, pick the Aquila lander up and takes flight up and over the walls. Uh, where are we going? We're going to the hive cluster, yes. Or if we're in a, if we're in a, no, you don't have psychic link probably, do you? Like the, the Tacnet psychic power? Uh, I don't think it's in here. Let me double check. So I- but, but, but what I'm saying is, I can't talk back to you, right? Uh, let me let me check that right now. I'll do that for okay. you. I mean, until at, at this speed, you can still hear and uh, shout over it. Oh, okay. You, you're not completely uh, yeah, unable to communicate is, or there, anything. For whatever reason, there is no uh, Space Marine one that lets me do a full mind link like that. That's really it's unfortunate, only one way especially given Marines. the team tactics-driven nature of the game. Yeah, I know. Weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, we can work around <laughs> it. Well, you, you still have squad mode. That's basically like working in perfect unity. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they probably don't have mind link because they probably don't want your support range being, you know, astral t- telepathic range. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it looks like fair. I can establish this link out to seven AUs. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's kind of the other thing is in squad mode. The like one of the graphics for squad mode is hand signals and stuff like that. So we have a nonverbal means of communicating. Either way, I'm going to tell him we're going to the Hive Cluster. All right, Hive Cluster it is. I think I saw it on the way in. Good. It might not be there anymore. So it, it takes about 45 minutes of uh, intense flight to get there. Mm-hmm. As it gets close, you can see that the Hive Cluster is broken apart. Mm. The cities, four of them are still linked up. Two have broken off in one chunk, and one has broken off by itself. Uh, uh, do you every- see any... any- uh, air support for the salamanders? Uh, you do not. I know there was something about a multi-melta, which I'm guessing is coming from some kind of ship. No, a multi-melta no. is a hand-operated no, heavy yeah. weapon. Salamanders. It's the heavy version of a melta gun. Their other shtick, besides being the civilian lovers, is that they use fire all the time, including multi-melta, which is basically yeah. uh, fires okay. and meltas. Lava Every gun. time I think of multi-melta, I think of it as a dreadnought weapon. Uh, dreadnought can use them, but they use them much easier than a person does sure yeah everyone who everyone can make an awareness uh minus 30 test okay uh again i guess prey sense doesn't help um uh, generally prey sense is going to remove penalties for other things for for darkness probably yeah 
Yeah, it's it's right. you. It's not usually going to give bonuses sure, on flat sure. checks. Uh, That's fine. Flat yeah, success. two degrees of failure. Uh, three degrees of success. Oof, nice. Actually, I guess uh, two. Three degrees of failure. Yeah, two. All right, it's me. Okay. It's me and the uh, me and the medic. Yep, uh, Zaphael, you see that the different uh, hive clusters, the three of them now, are firing at each other. All three against both of the others. Uh, Michael, you notice something else. You see an explosion in one of the large hive cluster, the larger hive clusters uh, sectors that doesn't have an apparent source. Looking at it, you can see deep below the waves the arms of what may, what what must be the Tiamats crossing o- under the water between the uh, cities and boring up into the other city from below. Each portion of the cluster appears to be attacking the other one with their mining tools. This is a nightmare. Uh, there's no apparent like. Do, do we? Can we even make out who's shooting at who? Not really. There is the group of four four hive clusters, one, and the group of two. I feel like uh, I feel it'd be best to make to to make landing on the largest. Seems re- all right. And as the Aquila lander. Uh, Starts to spiral down the mining lasers of the city below start to turn and fire upward, cutting uh, rough lines through the air as the lander comes down. And we'll call the session there. Alrighty. We got some objectives in. We got some objectives in. I think I think that it get bring peace between the Marines has definitely failed at this point. We'll see. Yeah, it is incomplete for sure. But I'm not certain completed- how we're coming back from the salamanders, like, straight up murking some of the other guys. I have some theories. Uh, the squad today completed uh, one primary objective and one secondary objective. So, I am awarding 300 and 150, so 450 experience to each player. Nice. Do we, can we spend that now, or is that spent after the mission's over? Uh, you can spend it now on anything that is not obviously impossible to do in the field. Like uh, some of James's stuff where he gets new implants installed. Sure, sure. But like yeah. getting new skills and stuff like that is okay. Yeah. Maybe like refresh myself on piloting from the uh, from the MIU link. I'll have to take a look at the book because now I'm up to 550. Me too. Um, yeah, because I, uh, I can't remember what I bought for like 400 or something. Oh, it was signature gear for my Diagnoster helm. Good choice. Uh, yeah. I figured it. Right. I figured something that makes me better at being a doctor is something I should invest in. Sounds good. <laughs> All the things that make you a right, better doctor. So docked. All right. First thing I need to know is this in front of me beans? <laughs> Just like everything else, it turns out the key to being the best doctor is to be the richest and have the most toys. <laughs> All right. This was yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this session. It's good. I'm curious good. to see where this is gone. I, I actually did a thing, and it was only mildly panic-inducing. Did you say doctor? I thought you said bean identification drone. Because that is all I do. I have identified beans. I have found beans. He's dead. Alright, uh, any questions, comments, concerns, that standard stuff? Uh, yeah, uh, nothing really to... Yeah, I like the session. I think uh, th- this was the this was my first time using the 40k combat, so there's going to be a lot of growing pains. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to start slow. I'm not sure but... what I did with suppressing fire. Did that? Did that do anything? Because they made their pinning checks. 
effectively no, but had they not made it, it would have really hampered them. Yeah. Sure. It was basically, it was kind of the equivalent of saying, like, you know, I use this psychic power and they resisted. Sure, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, I guess I, that was the only thing I didn't, um, just because this is the first encounter and it was, like, a weird one. Um, I probably would have just shot to try and do damage instead of uh, instead of making a suppressing fire because I didn't realize I could just it's abstracted enough that it's like I shoot at the horde the horde has armor from the fortification it's in oh yeah sorry make that more clear next time or <laughs> so just to clarify were the salamanders going like door to door and opening fire on civilians yes they were going door to door down the street kicking Which... in doors and uh, firing heavy flamers in which also seems to be counter to their, like, thing. Well, it's counter to yeah, one of their things. It's counter. very much on board with one of their other things. I have some theories. <laughs> now, hold on here. Let's try and see <laughs> Every time you sides. say that, James, I get once more with feelings stuck in my head. I have it's, an it's, idea. It's not, not but I'll tell you that. Wait, would you like to share your idea? Or would you like to uh, hold on to it? I'm going to hold Nurture on it. to it so people think I'm really smart when the thing is revealed. <laughs> It could be anything. But no, I... I, It could be a boat. You just say you got it, no matter what it is, and it sounds smart as heck. I'm feeling like the salamanders are being coerced in some way. Whatever's happening, it's going to stop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let me look at what they have. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you wrote down their Yeah, no, they've got a a lot of boys, and we can't, uh, we can't bring... (laughs) Let's see, what... I think I wrote, I think I wrote it down, too. I've got six groups of five, four Razorbacks, two Whirlwinds, one, uh... Land Raider and a heavy squad. heavy weapons like our the big counter the big counter to that was the was the Ultramarines and the two dreadnoughts which we could not bring. <laughs> all right, so let's find a solution. I mean, I'm all for fighting fire with literal fire. You might be a little disappointed on how the fire works on Space Marines. The pen the pen zero goes a long way. Pen three. Oh, pen three. Okay. Well, it's not what is it? Pen ten or whatever or. Uh, bolters are. By the way, if you really need to fire past me, just fire past me. I can probably tank the damage pretty well, and I also apply my armor to residual damage. It, it might it works relatively well, I think, because once you're on fire, do- doesn't the fire damage ignore armor and toughness? Not for me. Well, not for you, but... In general, yes. So, like, it's I mean, better sure, than firing a las gun at fail. them over and over? They Yeah, they do have to fail two tests for that to start happening, but... Yeah, so it's still better than, you know... Lasgun, 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 lasgun. Better keep setting them on fire. Correct. And uh, I think the same one else has anything for the recording. Uh, any quote bait for Greg? <laughs> I think that's the quote bait right there. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs>